brutal. One afternoon, I passed the door of the lodge. It was not closed, and I could see a curtain, behind which was the inner room. Only a few minutes before, I had noticed one of the older girls go in, so I entered after her. All being silent, I peeped through a corner of the heavy curtain. The hunchback was standing sideways to me, while a girl I had followed was sitting in his big chair before him. Her clothes were disarranged, and her legs and white belly uncovered. The man's big paw was between her thighs. He was fingering her pretty slit. What struck me most was that he had in front a huge and naked limb. It was quite twice the size of Percy's, and very straight and stiff. The young lass was sucking the big lead-coloured knob, which was rolling in and out of her mouth, while he wriggled backwards and forwards, so that sometimes almost all of the knob appeared. She met his movements, bobbing her head, with both her little hands clasped round his long thing. Here was one at last, the very thing of which the Brighton girl had told us. I remained still and looked on, and although only ten feet away from me, they had no idea of my presence. He breathed hard and fast, while the pretty girl seemed to like the tickling of the paw, which moved crab-like about her thighs. Presently she stopped and drew back from the shiny thing, which stood nine inches long and very thick in front of her young face. He continued his touches, then put his right hand upon the back of her head and pressed her to him, so once again the whole of the big knob was covered by her moist lips. With his thing firmly held in place in her mouth, he pushed forwards, gasping and stamping on the tiled floor, while she choked and struggled. Suddenly he stopped all movement and slowly withdrew his limb, which now looked like a dying flower. It was dripping with a white froth, and while the lass began choking and spitting, I turned away and ran up to the house. That night I dreamed of a man's belly covered with hair, and a long, thick limb which dangled between his legs, and could on occasion stand upright, quite twice as big as my brother Percy's. The third day after was a holiday, and while most of the girls went out with the governesses, I pleaded a headache and was allowed to stay behind. In the afternoon I strolled down to the lodge, and the hunchback, seeing me coming, was waiting at the door. He asked me in, then offered a chair, leaning over me while I sat, so I could feel his breath coming hot on my neck. A strange excitement possessed me, and somehow sensing this surge of emotion, he took me by the wrist and led me into the inner room, closing the curtain behind us. Drawing me to him, he pressed his stunted body against mine, quite taking my breath away. Quickly, he unfastened his trousers, then placed my hand upon a monstrous limb, half swollen with desire. My fingers clutched and closed around it, and I felt it throb and lengthen in my grasp, while he uncovered his belly, a mass of short, dark, curly hairs. This was my initiation to a man's parts. His member swelled and stiffened, until it was more than half the length of his stunted thighs the red and blue knob like a shiny ripe plum. I continued my gentle friction, looking all the while at the strange thing I held in my hand, 
with a large hairy purse below, which wagged about as I worked. I rubbed the limb up and down as he told me, feeling it grow hard as a piece of wood. I grasped the loose skin which could no longer cover the big plum, and pressed it back at each movement. His pleasure seemed to increase as my strokes grew quicker, with my right hand moving up and down as the girls milked the cows. Then he uttered some inarticulate words, and as I looked, a stream of hot, sticky stuff shot out, showering all over my hand and arm. But still I worked away, until the thing, covered in froth, slipped out of my hand. You may wonder, listener, why I, Evelyn, a girl they all called so delicately beautiful, so refined, would have associated with a being such as this. A hunchback whose ugly head lay deep between his shoulders, whose dwarf stature barely extended.